What's going on, everybody? It's your boy V-Date back for another episode of Talking Hoops. And in this one, just wrapped up the Suns clinching their ticket to the NBA Finals, defeating the Clippers and um, a blowout game six. The Clippers had cut it down to seven points at one point in the third quarter. Chris Paul's on the bench. And uh, just a little backstory for this path. Um. First of all, I thought the Suns played with a lot more pace and a lot better pace going into this game. You could see the attention was less walking it up, skip the ball up ahead and transition. Anytime the Clippers miss, we're trying to run and put pressure on them because we know from a Suns point of view, we know that the Clippers only have eight playable players really for what they want to do. You know, Zubac being hurt was a big miss. Um, Obviously, Kawhi being hurt is the biggest miss, but... And they're trying to play small kind of scheme. You know, Morris would have had a lot of responsibility to bang with Aiden. Same with a guy like Batum. And, um, you know, pushing the pace kind of just wears on those guys a little bit. So I thought that was a, a great adjustment by Monty Williams. Less walking it up and more just trying to play with some force and get downhill. I thought that... Um, Chris Paul in the first half, I thought he was very marginal. Um, And I went to Twitter and was like, it's kind of weird that the Phoenix Suns' best stretches of the game, and honestly, most of the series was when Chris Paul was sitting down next to Monty Williams. But, you know, yet and still, we had heard so much about CP3's impact and his leadership and all that stuff. And I obviously am a huge CP guy in terms of what he does on a court made a whole episode about him, you know, but um, I felt like it was a little overblown by the media in this series, and then he does what he did in that end of third, fourth quarter little run there, where the Clippers cut it to seven, he checks in, and he proceeds to score 14 of the next 16 Phoenix Suns points, while the Clippers only score, I believe, six, and that just got them all the breathing room in the world to where you could see Devin Booker growing confidence. You could see Jake Crowder hitting threes that he was um, hitting in the first half. He was really good all game. You could see Mikael Bridges just take it a little bit more to the cup. And uh, it was all spearheaded by Christopher Paul III. You understand what I'm saying? (laughs) Nah, but uh, honestly, man, he was incredible. It was one of those performances that top five players all time at their position put on. And um, for any of the young folk out there who didn't get to see him in his prime, that felt like a vintage, primed Chris Paul game. Whether it was a big three or snaking a pick and roll and getting to his mid-range against drop coverage. He was torturing DeMarcus Cousins in the pick and roll action all game long. Uh, to the point of where he draws a tech on DeMarcus and then proceeds to get Patrick Beverly ejected. Uh, just because he was torturing him so much. So much love and respect to Chris Paul as a man. And as a sports opinionated guy, you know, it's important to say when you're wrong. So I just thought I'd bring that sort of context to the podcast today. Uh, Congrats to the Phoenix Suns. Happy for James Jones, their general manager. I'm really happy for Monty Williams, their coach. Um, If you want to look up his story after this, look it up, man. It's really inspiring, really touching. Happy for D-Book. Happy for DeAndre Ayton. Um, you know, there were questions about him considering what Luca and Trey have become, 
And he's just been nothing short of brilliant this playoffs. And I'm happy for the NBA in the sense that have the Phoenix Suns been beneficiary of a lot of good injury luck? Of course. Uh, you get at 70% LeBron and no AD after game three in uh, the Lakers series. You get no Jamal Murray in the second round. You get, you know, no Kawhi in round three. Uh, and then obviously Zubat's going out. It was kind of a bigger deal than you would think on paper. But I'm so happy for the NBA in the sense that it shows that when you have a competent GM and a competent coach, it doesn't matter the market you're in. You know, as long as you have those two things, the talent will come and the coach is important because it puts the talent in positions to succeed. You look at James Jones, some of the moves he's made, trading for Chris Paul this this season, um, drafting eight and number one in a you know, in a in a in a draft where Luca and Trey were there, and obviously Luca was the right pick to draft number one. But I'm just saying the fact that he was like, I like Aiden, I'm gonna take Aiden. Cameron Johnson at pick number eleven in the next year's draft, when everyone on draft night said that was a huge reach, and it probably was, but it was a guy he liked. It was a guy who would fit in well with the talent he had. He goes out and drafts him. You know what I mean? Um, this year it was Jalen Smith who didn't really play much in these playoffs, but maybe down the line he becomes a player that you like. Um, I'm just I, I I I love how brave James Jones can be. I love Monty Williams' coaching style, his demeanor, his ability to connect with the players on a not just basketball level, but kind of outside of the game. You could see they really look up to him, really respect him. And just overall, man, it's good for the league, like I said, just knowing that it's not going to be L.A. and Brooklyn every year. It's not going to be Miami, you know, and a Houston or something like that. There can be a team from Phoenix. There can be a team from Milwaukee if if they go through, um, as long as you have competent GM, competent coach, and then obviously the requisite talent. But that's about all I have to say on this game. I don't want to get into too many X's and O things. I just want to. Formally apologize to Christopher Paul uh, for my Twitter actions. Um, as a man, I hold my hands up and say I was wrong. Um, Phoenix Suns are in the finals, man. That's a sentence I never thought I'd say in my life, to be very honest with you. Um, and they will be waiting the winner of the Milwaukee Bucks and Atlanta Hawks. Another sentence I didn't think I'd ever say. But uh, <laughs> thank you guys for listening to my little soapbox rant. Appreciate y'all for clicking on, and I will see you in the next one uh, with some more in-depth analysis, looking to either review the conference, Eastern Conference Finals or preview the finals. Either way, it's been your boy B-Date, and I'm out.